Thank you for listening to the weekly messages of New Providence Primitive Baptist Church. To subscribe to our podcast, hear other messages, or learn more about us, please visit nppbc.com. Verse 17, 
If ye know these things, happy are ye if ye do them. Now I want to flip on over again. I don't normally read this much. In 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 26. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do, do show the Lord's death till he come. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself. And so let him eat eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself and describing the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastised of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Amen. Wherefore, my brethren, when ye come together to eat, tarry one for another. Tarry means to get down and get into the dirty for one another, get in the ditch for one another, and help each other get all through. And then it says right there, verse 34 says, And if, if any man hunger, let him eat at home that ye come not together unto condemnation, and the rest will I set in order when I come. That's all I'm going to read. I told Abby all the way here, this is something that I take serious. Yeah, it's I never have took it serious until we started coming here a couple years ago, and ever since we left, it's something that I took serious. But I ask you this morning, this is not something that you can take in and take part of unworthily and uncleanly. This is something that you got to be clean and you got to be ready to take part of. It's not something that you can say, well, I'm just going to come back on Sunday night. I'm going to skip tomorrow. I'm going to skip tomorrow come Sunday night and I'm going to wash somebody's feet and drink that wine and eat that bread. That's not the way this thing's going to work. I want you to know that this is something... That the Lord had set aside, and it was something that it was very special. You say, well, we do it every year, but is it the way that you do it? It's the important thing. I want you to know this morning, if you come in and say, well, Alberta's going to bring the wine, the deacons are going to do the rest of it, they're going to prepare it. I want you to know the wine that's coming to this place ain't what we're drinking. Whenever we come up here, the men will stand right here and they'll pray over it. It then becomes the blood of the Lamb of God. I want you to notice tonight, whenever you drink that, you're not drinking no wine, all right? You're drinking the blood of the Lamb of God. He died on the cross, sir. You drink that thing, you're worthy. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. This is something that is very sacred in my life. You say, well, this is just a cup of wine, and it's not ready. It's not got anything that can make you get drunk and this. But I want you to know we couldn't get you drunk if you tried to. If you took it to the wrong way, 
gonna make me on what she's talking about. He said, Well, what in the world are you gonna talk about? Just a line in the bread. Oh, she goes, That's all I'm talking about. That's all God told me. He said, Well, I don't know what in the world are you gonna stand up here talking about this for? The bread of the Lamb of God. Yeah. And that's the bread, what yeah. we call the 
bread. Yeah. Uh, Blame of God. Who would you know, though? There's something after this. Yeah. It's rejoicing. So yeah, I'm going to be murdered like a dude. Oh, it's something we call a food washer. Yeah. Something I really like. Say, well, what in the world are you going to get on the food washer for? Because if you ain't ready in it, don't take part of it. Amen. And it's just as important. That's right. You say, well, what in the world do you mean? I read it over in John. That's right. It's something that he said that I need to do, JT, right. and that I would be happy for. Yeah. I tell you, whenever I get down, I'm a happy boy. Yeah. That's a little country boy off of six mile right here, but oh, I'm happy. He said, well, what in the world do you mean? And Danny, I get down there. Yeah. I remember he told me to wash my feet. My dad washed my feet my first time. Amen. I remember I said, what in the world are they doing up there? I wanted to come take part of it. I did. I sat right there in the corner where you're sitting out there. And I, I bawled my eyes out. And you said, what for? Because the Lord had ordained that right, right there. Amen. I said, what in the world you mean? I said, oh, just like he did the blood and the bread that we passed around here and there. The foot washing the same way. You ain't ready for it, don't you take part of it. You say, well, what in the world? Well, when men sit on this side, women sit on this side. You say that I ain't ready? Well, sit in the back or don't come back to the door because I'm ready. I tell you right now, this is something that I take very important. Whenever the blood and the bread from Pastor Rome, don't you take it if it ain't ready? There's something away, y'all fix up. We're going to fix it up before we take part. Yeah, help us. Be ready. Yeah. Be prepared. 
pack a towel with a message or not, I'll say, be prepared. Yeah, amen. Right. Right. Amen. You know, yes, any right. of them would stand up here that day and be prepared. Amen. You say, amen. well, that's all you said. Well, I can't emphasize that enough right. to be prepared. Amen. Right. You come in here and you take part of this. Right. And you're unworthy. You're not ready to do it. Uh, and you're doing it for the wrong reason. Right. Amen. You say, well, what do you mean? I'm unworthy to take of it. Amen. You look at it, I shouldn't walk through the back door of the church. I should crawl on my stomach like a snake. I'm unworthy to walk in this place. But the Lord has ordained it to a not to be fit. Zach Willis, a little 18 and 19 year old boy, that doesn't deserve to even walk in the church as fit to take part of this. It's going to happen Sunday night. Yeah. I want right. you to know, as soon as it comes around Sunday pop and I'm ready, I'm going to take part of it. Yeah. If you ain't ready, don't you take part of it. I love you, nephew, my dad, but I'm going to tell you, don't take part of it. You ain't ready. Amen. He's like, well, what in the world's happening? You. What's going on? It is something important. Yeah, get ready. It's the blood of the Lamb of God.
You come in the car, oh, I beg of you, move the knot, move the feet up. Don't shoot that car. This is something that taught me to explain to me one time it's one of the most sacred things that this church has ever done. And it's so something that this church has always kept very sacred ever since I've known it. But I want you to know that it's a lot. It's the time to get prepared. That's right. That way tomorrow you can come in there and help somebody yep. else get prepared. Yep. Yep. And then come the next yep. night as we all prepare, yep. we're going to have a church. Church. Uh, I saw a sign like this and it was hung up or 
I heard it said that there was a sign in the back of the church. If every member in this church was just like me, what kind of church would this church That's be? Right. Yeah. I want you to think about that. You know, uh, they, they come up and they get a song or whatever needs to happen. But if the, you were the only member in this church, right. would things be ready in your house? Yeah, yeah, right. Would everything be able to be yeah. prepared for this? Right. It's about to happen. I ask you tonight, and I'm about to shut up, Tommy, you can get ready. But I ask you tonight, if you, are you ready to take part in this? Amen. Come get a song. I'm taking Anybody else need to preach? Come, come on. Come on. Just thank the Lord for another day that He's given us another opportunity that we've got that we can come into His house and into His presence. And I know this is get prepared for communion. That's what these meetings are for. But, uh, I'm going to ask to turn to the book of Jeremiah, chapter 20. Very familiar scripture. I'm going to start reading verse 7. O Lord, Thou hast deceived me, and I was deceived. Thou art stronger than I, and hast prevailed. I am in derision daily, for everyone mocketh me, for since I spake, I cried out. I cried violence and spoil because the word of the Lord was made a reproach to me in a derision. David. Then I said, I will not make mention of him nor speak any more in his name. But his word was in my heart as the burning fire shut up in my bones. Yeah. I was weary with forbearing. Yeah, and I could not stay. Yeah. For I heard the defaming of many. Fear on every side, report, say they, and we will report it. All my familiars watched for my halting, saying, Peradventure, he will be enticed. And we shall prevail against him, and we shall take our revenge on him. But the Lord is with me yep. as a mighty, terrible one. That's as far as I'm going to read. Amen. Maybe you see it, but... And I got to thinking along those lines of this scripture right here. I was thinking about why I can't quit. You know, there's a lot of a lot of times when you look around, we look around at the pews that are beside of us. We see that uh, pews are seated, sit, sitting empty now that used to be full. And uh, got uh, just a season a while ago, me and uh, Bill, we went to eat supper a while ago and run into a fellow there. He, he was a preacher, and, and he just quit. He quit about eight years ago now, I guess, seven or eight years ago. Just walked away. I've got a neighbor. Uh, we, me and Bill stopped to him also. And he said, I've not been in the house of God in ten years. Hey, he was a preacher. His daddy was a preacher. I'm going to tell you something. Hey, there ain't no room to quit. Hey, this ain't no yeah. time. This ain't yeah. no yeah. see to do nothing. Yeah. Hey, you say, well, I'm not a preacher. Well, I'm going to tell you something. This ain't just for a preacher. Yeah. Okay, yeah. there ain't no reason to quit. Hey, my friend, when I get to think about that. Why, why I can't quit? Well, I thank God he saved me one yeah. day. Yeah. 
that you say, you're just one person. You can't change the world. No, I probably can't change the world. But the Bible said when they went into Thessalonica that the world was turned upside down. Yeah. Why is that? Because they had one message. Yeah. One message. Amen. They didn't come in and start preaching doctrines. They came in and started preaching about the blood of Jesus Christ. Yeah. And they showed them a new and better living way. Thanks be unto God for that. He said, what are you getting at? I'm telling you right now. I ain't got nothing new to tell you. All right here tonight, anything yeah, I'm going to tell you right. has been preached for over 2,000 years now. Oh, I'm going to right. be yeah. in the yeah. when he comes in and lives and dwells yeah. in your life, Amen. there will be a change take place. And Amen. if there's not a change taking place, you just ain't got it. Right. Amen. 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 He... He will overcome everything. Let me tell you something. Light and darkness cannot dwell together. Do you understand that? If it's dark outside and you come in here and you turn all the lights out in here, but somebody stands up here and strikes one little match, you know what it does? It overcomes the darkness. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Amen. If we let let him shine through us, then guess what's going to happen? We're going to overcome the darkness. That's right. Why can't you quit? Let me tell you something about 2001, I guess it was now. They came to me with a bad report from the doctor. And they said, they said to me, they said, you ain't going to be able to work. You ain't going to be able to preach. You ain't going to be able to drive. You probably ain't going to be able to walk. You ain't going to be able to do this. You ain't, you ain't, you ain't, you can't, you can't. Well, thanks be unto God, I am, and I still can. Yes. Why can't I quit? Amen. What am I going to quit on? I'm going to sit down on the seat and do nothing somewhere and just sit there and keep my mouth shut. But when he's ordained me and he's called me, I'm going to to be a messenger for him. And you think I'm going to sit back and quit? Amen. Amen. I remember old brother Homer Burns. He's about 90 year old. And I said about like that right there on the front bench over there. And he'd walk up to me and he had a walker and he trembled and he shook and he bounced that old walker like that. And he'd throw that hand back and I know what he wanted to do. He wanted to slap me. <laughs> so I didn't wear glasses in. So I just jumped my jaw out. I didn't have no more seat. Wow. He hit me once and wow, he hit me again. He, he, he's good for about four or five good slaps right there. You say, well, how come you sit there and judge your job? Because I figured I probably needed it, and that's why he was doing it. My friends, sometimes, sometimes it takes somebody else to show you where you're wrong. It takes somebody else to show you where you're failing. And my friend, it takes somebody else. That's why we're supposed to live our lives. And my friend, out here in the lost and dying world, as a shining beacon. For Jesus Amen. Christ. But then I, I sit down somewhere. I'll go ahead and tell you right now. That's the worst thing that I could ever do. If I was to go somewhere and just sit down and say, hey, just like Jeremiah did right yeah. there. He said, yeah. I ain't going to make mention of your name anymore. <laughs> he said, there ain't nobody pays any attention to me anyhow. Right. I'll go ahead and tell you right now. I know the feeling. I know the feeling. Amen. Ain't nobody wants to hear what I got to say. I'm just going to sit here and keep my mouth shut. Jeremiah said that I found that you was just like a fire shut up in my bones. I couldn't contain it. I couldn't keep my mouth shut. All I had to do was stand and 
more now. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, if it's left up to me, I ain't got sense enough to preach to start with. Yeah, yeah. I ain't got any education yeah. enough to stand up here and try to teach anybody anything. But thanks be unto God. That's just yeah. like he told Jeremiah in the first chapter. He said, that Jeremiah said, how can I speak? I ain't nothing but a little child. He said, but I'm going to put my hand, my hand on your lips right there. And he said, I will ordain you and I'll be with you. And you just stand up there and I'll fill your mouth yeah. with Amen. what I want to yeah. do. That's right. Amen. He got all that out food. Life right there. Bible said that he come, he stood before the king and he proclaimed. He passed judgment on his kingdom right there. And he said, I don't like your prophesying. And he said, I'm going to put you in jail. He said, listen, it ain't me that's prophesying against you right here. He said, it's God that's prophesying against you. Yeah. Why can't I quit? Because he saved me. Amen. He changed me. Yes, right. He committed me. That's right. He counseled me. I told you I was uneducated. I mean, I went, I finally made it through high school, but they just finally kicked me out, I think. Just let me go. I, I, didn't, I, don't, I just wasn't real good. Tommy, he stands up here and he'll tell you about the nouns and the pronouns and the verbs and the adverbs and he tells you all these other things. I, I, I don't know. I just don't know. I heard senior English five times and I still don't know. Amen. I'm not educated enough to do anything. Yeah, right. But thanks be unto God. When I'm obedient to Him, I just stand and open the Word of God to where He tells me to. And stand, He'll fill my mouth. Amen. And let yeah. it go out. And somebody told me, sent me a message the other day. Said he's going to preach. I said, just preach. And just let the chips fall where they may. I said, that's all you got to do. I said, you're going to stand there for God. I said, you're going to just have to preach and let the chips fall where they may. Huh, my friend? How there's going to be some people that's going to like it, and there's going to be some people yeah. that ain't going to like it. Yeah, I said, that. last night I told them boys, I said, it's just like when you open the door and there's a pack of dogs laying out there and you throw a rock out to them. The one that gets hit's going to jump up and squall. Same thing when you come to the house of God and you go to preaching. Oh, my friend, they said, I'm going to say, well, I ain't going to go back and hear him no more. Yeah. Why is that? Because it convicted their heart. That's right. Found them. That's what the Word of God does. It's a revealer. And when he comes to you and he reveals to you the condition that you're actually in, that's a hard pill to swallow sometimes. It is for me. Yeah. When he comes and shows me, and he says, look, you're doing this right here, and you ain't got no business doing this right here. But I like that. This likes that. But see, Paul said, in this flesh dwells no good thing. There's nothing good about me other than the blood of Jesus Christ. And my friend, in the Holy Ghost of God, I'm living and dwelling on the inside of me. I'm right there, my friend. That's the only good thing about me. Amen. Amen. Only good thing. Why can't you quit? They told me I couldn't work. They told me I I couldn't preach. They told me I couldn't walk. Told me I wasn't going to be able to do anything. Yeah. Well, that was in 2001. 
Praise God. How many years ago was that dirt? 21 years. Twenty-one years. What are you doing? I still work. I just work part time now, but I still go. Yeah. Almost every day. I still drive myself. I still walk. I'm not in a wheelchair. I still walk. Why can't I quit? Because he's been too good to me. Amen. Why would I want to? Why would I want to? Why would anybody want to? Why would you want to quit? Amen. But I tell you what, this this past couple of years, they let this little sickness come about, and you know what it's done is it's kept a lot of people home. Amen. They decided I don't really have to be at church. I can watch it online. I can do it this way. I can do it that way. I can do this. I can do that. What the Bible plainly says, forsake not to assemble yourselves together as is the manner of some and so much more as you see that day approaching. Yeah. Now, my friend, I tell you right now, I, I watch your services online. I watch them every time they come on. I watch them and I enjoy them. I bet it ain't nothing like being right here in the presence of a congregation and the Holy Ghost moving from breast to breast throughout the house. Amen. Amen. Why can't I quit? I love it. I love it. When I come into the house of God, I just absolutely love it. I love to feel the Spirit of God. I love to have the fellowship with the people of God. Amen. If I didn't love that, then I probably could quit. If I didn't love him for what he done for me, then I probably could quit. I'd probably just go back to being what I used to be. I'd probably just try to go back to being a hog again. I mean, I'm just being honest with you. I would probably do that. If if I just didn't have something on the inside of me that was greater than he that is of the world. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. So why can't I quit? I just don't see no place to. <laughs> Amen. I got on my I got on the highway one time, right here, the highway yeah. of Jesus, yeah. and I've not saw no exit ramps. <laughs> I don't see them. You might see them from time to time. I don't know. I've not seen one. He said, "Straight is the road, and narrow is the way." Yeah. Don't have no turns to the left. Don't have no turns to the right. But it's straight and it's narrow. Yeah. But you can look off to the side and wide and broad is that other path. Amen. That leads to destruction. Parking yeah. like weird, I don't see an exit ramp. That's right. Don't have no place to go. Don't have no other place to go. Yes. Yeah. But unto him. Amen. Thanks be unto God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Come get a song. I'm going to give an invitation tonight. If you need the Lord, it's time to make preparation. Brother Zach's already brought the message to This is preparation time. Amen. Appreciate the word of God. Would you stand with us? If you're here tonight and need the Lord, the altar's open.